either that or we have a beer on called Cavity Creep. That's a imperial stout treated to kind of be like an almond joy bar. Okay. So it's got, you know, coconut, almond, chocolate, vanilla. We've got marshmallow in there for that creaminess. Damn. Um, so that one's kind of, it's, it's really tasty. That's insane. Yeah. I love imperial <laughs> stouts too, man. There's oh. a lot going on. You sound like a mad scientist. Yeah, exactly. I would have never thought any of this stuff like would A, go in beer and B, like, Combined to make something amazing. You know? What's on tap? Hey guys, welcome to our new episode called What's on Tap. Basically, once a month, we're going to have on some... Uh, brew specialists brew masters if you will and today we have our special guest mr eric lumen from reeve brewing in jacksonville florida hey how you doing what's up brother what's up, man what's going on not too much so you did a good job kev <laughs> way better than jason would have done absolutely i don't know about that i mean so i ran into eric at uh the saint augustine craft brewery like for five minutes you had like 15 people behind me waiting um how'd that end up like going for you guys yeah it was a pretty good fest i mean first year so you never know how these fests are gonna do but they picked a a pretty awesome venue so that went a long way and good music and good selection of beers and it seemed like they did well yeah where where was the venue was that the uh what fountain of youth in saint augustine which is on the river and awfully pretty is that a real thing uh no Maybe. <laughs> do you mean the fountain of youth yeah, is that a real you. thing yeah. yeah man it's it's a it's a well-kept secret you just go to saint augustine you take one sip of it and you're young forever kevin yeah it came with the cost of the you know the beer fest ticket was eternal yeah, yeah. life yep. <laughs> so it's a pretty reasonable price yeah honestly bucks. yeah <laughs> uh let everybody know like your story like how you started man um yeah i mean it's nothing like crazy or anything but um uh, when I was going to college, I was bartending at a brew pub. Uh, that's long out of business now, but um, they needed some help in the brewery, and uh, it sounded fun. So I started helping in the brewery, and then I started working in the brewery, and then about two years later, I took over the brewery when that brewer left. Um, and then I haven't done anything else since, really. And that was in oh two oh three. Um, so what, 16, 17 years, whatever it is, uh, brewing now commercially. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What uh what bre- what brewery did you uh, take over? Was it Reeve? Uh no, so I mean that was in 03. That was a uh, it was called uh South End Brewery. Uh used to be like a chain of brew pubs across the southeast. They're all gone now. I think they got up to 6 or 7 at one point and they're long gone. Uh but I worked there about 5 years as a head brewer and then uh I left there and I went to work for Gordon Beers, which is a even bigger chain across the whole country. Uh for about 5 years as a head brewer one of their locations there. Um, and then I left there, uh, opened my first brewery I opened, which is Green Room Brewing in Jack's Beach. And then um, I just sold my ownership there this year uh, so I can focus on my new place, Rev. And that's about it. Just kind of, that's the whole thing. So when did you start Rev? Um, so we opened in September of last year. So September. Oh, wow. So yeah, like, so like brand eight, new. Eight months now we've been open. Wow. Stuff like yeah. that. So. How are the growing pains? Uh, they've been pretty good. Um, that's majority of our problems right now is figuring out how to make more and keep up. And we're only open four days a week right now because that's all we can support. And 
we have some things we're working on to try and change that, but nothing is solidified enough to really mention. But uh, we've got some good options we're hoping to move forward on. That's awesome. Uh, your location is probably like 10 minutes from our house. Uh, my wife Perfect. and I. Yeah, that works out well. Like, yeah, there's not, you, you know, our area, there's nothing around us. So like when I think I found you on Instagram first, uh, and then when we showed up, um, and then you just solidified that my wife was correct and I've been pr- mispronouncing your name. Everybody does it though. Everybody. <laughs> we walked up to you in St. Augustine and she was like, what is it? Reeve or Rev? I'm like, it's Reeve. It's Reeve. It's definitely Reeve. And she's like, all right, cool. I don't want to mess it up. I'm like, you're fine. And now I just realized I'm the asshole. So <laughs> did, did I mess it up at the beginning of the show too? Probably. Yeah. Yep. I've actually gone. Yeah. I've got to the point where I don't, I don't correct anybody anymore. I just <laughs> let them figure it out at some point. Where did the name come from? So it's a few random things. Uh, my daughter's name is Ever, so it's, it's her name backwards. Um, oh, and then it's it's weirdly enough, it's like my name and my wife's and my son and my daughter, the first initial of our first names are those four letters. Um, so, so it's got all kinds of yeah, crazy and then Yeah, and then in French it means to dream. So we kind of went with that, you know, some of the branding aspect goes that way. Uh, and and so it's, it's all over the place. It is all over the place, yeah. That's Ooh, awesome, that's, though. No, it's yeah. a beautiful name. Yeah. Now that yeah, you it describe up, it, like it's yep. beautiful. Yeah, it, that's it, insanely creative. It was one of those things we, we didn't really pick that as the name for the brewery. We just uh, kind of real quick decided we wanted to open another side project brewery, and a location became available, and we kind of jumped into it and went, "Well, we need to, you know, we need to put a name and incorporate, and so we can at least sign a lease." Uh, it's like, well, we'll just throw that down, and then you know, when we figure out whatever you know stupid brewery name we wanted, we'll change it. And then, you know, you start getting mail and you start seeing it and you're like, yeah, I kind of like it. You like I it? Yeah, like I kind of yeah, like it. Yeah, no. <laughs> so we kept it. I think it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, we love it. And everybody asks, so it's, you know, once you know, you're like, oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, it actually has a story to it, though, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's been fun, so. What decided the rabbit? Um, the rabbit is just, it was kind of a play on, like, hophead, you know, people like hoppy beers, okay. hopheads, bunnies hop. That's about as deep as that one. It's the exact, it's the exact opposite of you know. It's pretty simple. I uh, dig the design though. Was it done by someone local? Like it's yeah. definitely creative. Yeah, so it's, had, it's got its own style. Uh, the rabbit and then the font for the logo and everything was custom done by Kendrick Kidd, who's a local designer, really, really good local designer. Works for one of the bigger design firms in town. Um, yeah, he's he does basically all of our branding and then my wife's super creative and talented so she does all the in-between stuff and t-shirt creation and you know social media content and all that fun stuff that's awesome very nice so i i'm drinking your and i'm not gonna i'm I'm gonna mess it up worse than i uh i did your company's name so i'm gonna let you say it okay uh it's the um what the womp oh uh, yeah a wapapaloo wap bamboo gotten pretty good yeah. at saying it yeah <laughs> it was a, a, a tutti frutti inspired beer so. i wouldn't have tried that it's, it's a, a tutti frutti inspired beer so papaya cherry yeah. kind of thing are the flavors and the tutti frutti candy so oh, but that okay. name yeah. has obviously been used on a ton of beers and products so we're trying to do a deeper reference to tutti frutti basically so, <laughs> like is this too long nah it's not too long nah they'll figure it out I took like the two, I took a middle, middle word and that's how I described it to a bartender there uh, on Friday. And she was like, never, no one's ever used that one. They've only used the beer. <laughs> so I had to like point at it because I wasn't about to just, yeah, just say there's that. a lot of people pointing at it on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll have that so one. Much, we do. We actually get a lot of that. Our names are odd sometimes. So we get a lot of pointing. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting to see how people read things when you, you write them and then you see how they read them back and be entertaining sometimes. Yeah. 
what what do you guys uh, specialize in? So we basically, I mean, the, the whole kind of concept behind this was originally to be a side project, which has morphed into my full project. But um, so we wanted to stay niche and we wanted to just kind of focus on a few of the beers that I'm really interested in drinking and interested in, in making. And instead of, you know, we, when I opened Green Room, we wanted to do a wide and we wanted to kind of please everybody and be a beach bar and, you know, do a ton yeah. of different styles on and, you know, 16 beers, all different. Um, and that was really great. Um, but this one was supposed to be very dived in a niche. So we, we do the hazy IPAs, we do fruited sours, and we do imperial stouts, and that's it. Nice. So everything kind of within those three guidelines. Speaking speaking of fruit, you know how people say pineapple doesn't belong on pizza. Yeah. Does pineapple, does pineapple belong in beer? That's the question. That's true. I mean, somebody had it on Saturday, right? I mean, I did pour it on Saturday. That was the first yeah. release of that beer. So people seem to like it. We kicked it quickly. Yeah. For the record, I'm fine with pineapple on pizza and pineapple and beers. I'm so gonna, I'm gonna agree with that. Yeah, I like pineapple on pizza. <laughs> I, I love pineapple. I had I had a sour once at Wicked. It was good. Don't get me wrong, but that was my first one. But I I never thought it was for me. And then I probably have had like five or six just at your place. And I don't know if it's yours, but I've definitely been turned on to sours. And I don't know if it's like a big trend now. But um, Kev, one of the beers they had, they grow on you, man. What, Dude, yeah, strawberry, what is it? Strawberry, blackberry, lemon, banana, vanilla beer, and it's a vanilla beer slushy. Yeah. So I got Damn, that. Damn, that sounds good. That came out nicely, yeah. I thought we got it was going to get this really nasty, like just sugary, like That's what I'm thinking thing. in my brain. It, it's not. It's absolutely, I mean, it's definitely sweet, but it's it's actually a really good beer, like slushy. I never thought I like a beer slushy, and I did. It was awesome. Yeah, we, we try and do on the fruit. We try and use well, one of the, a ridiculous amount of fruit in them. But we try and use them all on the fermentation side. So you do get consumption of a lot of the sugars in the fruit. We're not just back sweetening with them. Um, so a lot of that is, fer- you know, fermented fruit. So you still get a lot of the flavor, but you don't get all that like cloying sweetness out of them. Um, yeah, yeah. So we're looking for that bold flavor, but we don't want to overwhelm the beer with just, you know, sugar or sweetness or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, still want to taste like beer, right? Yeah, it's still got to be beer. Yeah. So, um, you know, they, they do yeah. dry out a decent amount. They're not super dry beers by any means, but they're not, you know, overly sweet beers either. Um, and then you've got that nice acidity kind of helps cut through some of that uh, fruit sweetness, whatever is left, but majority of it does ferment out. Um, and you're just left with the flavors and not the sugars. That's awesome. I'm def I'm definitely down to try it. Yes. Sure. It's cool because, um, like you'll have, you'll have that. I think you do it for all of them. So like there was the slushy version and then you can actually have the, just the beer version. That's not the slushy version and try them out. And that's how, that's how I did it. And they were both awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But the banana was only in the slushy version. But yeah. That was, was it. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. That was, that's been one of my, maybe my favorite slushy we've done. At least definitely top, top, top five or so slushies we've done so far. So I tried your one last or this week, the, the chocolate one. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a strong also one. Also banana. It's but, strong. Yeah. It was like a, yeah. Have what was in there? Chocolate, banana, peanut butter. Man, <laughs> had to try it. Yeah. Chase knows why. I love peanut yes, butter, so yeah. it's like I had, it, there was no way I wasn't gonna butter. get it. Yeah, it was a very, pretty fun very, one. Yeah, Chase, you've actually been to Green Room. Um, you played ping pong there. Oh, I recall. Yes, you. You, are you so you own Green Room, yeah, or that yeah, was like I, a, I used to be a partner. So myself and one other partner uh, that opened okay. it. Um, and then I, I just sold in the last few months. Um, gotcha. So to focus, focus more on this. Yeah, yeah, it was was the right time just worked out well for everybody uh and i had something i was more intrigued by for lack of a better word so yeah it's been good that's awesome wasn't the original plan but the timing worked out so well and it was a great opportunity so i jumped on it i like how you're like this this is gonna be my side project and now it's like 
taking up all your time. That yeah, sounds that's like right. everything that every man ever tries to do. <laughs> yeah, side project. For six months as a side project before it was. Yeah. And I thought one, <laughs> you know, with eliminating greener for my life that I was going to gain all this time back in my life, but somehow I've sunk more <laughs> into the. Yeah, into right. the yeah. I have not yeah. gained a minute. <laughs> Why? So why? Why is this sucking more of your time, or is like it? You want? Do you like this more, or like? Oh, how? I'm really enjoying. It. It's definitely really invigorated me back. I mean, I mean, I've been brewing for 17, 18 years, and you know, I do love it. And I've always loved it, but I've gotten a little bored. Um, okay. Green Room has always been great to me, and but well, it's been open so long. We've been kind of locked in our ways, and you know, your, your clientele dictates what you got to do. And um, we we're doing a decent amount of distribution, so that was taking up a lot of the brew days. So it just felt like I was. It was very monotonous. I guess basically what it was. Yeah. Um, and then these the beers that I can focus on at the new place. I could never put that tap list out at Green Room. Yeah. It's just it's not that kind of bar. Um, it's not yeah. that kind of location. It seems like uh, just from the beers that you've been describing, you're able to get creative with it and kind of do stuff that you don't really hear of often. Yeah, we we can kind of take it to another level. And, and you know, the whole goal of this place was to be small and niche and. You know, it wouldn't be weird to put out an eight dollar, eleven ounce beer with crazy amount of fruits and everything in there. And but we're so small that we don't need you know this giant group of people to come in and drink it. All we need is that niche, you know, core group of beer people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was what you know, totally focused on that. You know, and trying to go away from that. Well, we're going to do all these fun beers, but we need to keep a light beer on because people like light beer, and that's been you know such a thing in so many you know most breweries. Mm-hmm. And as yeah. you get bigger, that becomes probably more and more important. But with with how small this place was, we just said, we're not going to do that. You know, we're going to focus on these three styles and that's going to be kind of our core guideline for the brewery. And we're not going to dictate, you know, we're not going to go away from that. Um, kind, kind of sounds like a, like a, like a chef's table, you know, of, a uh, of beer. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, we, how, if we were, if we had 200 seats, this, this wouldn't work. I, I don't think yeah. we could get away with it, but with 50 uh-huh. seats, I think it works. 60 seats. I forget what we have 50 something seats. Um, it, it works and it's doing really well. So, that's awesome. Yeah. How often do you have a new beer on tap? We're trying to do something almost every week. Um, we try and tap a, a new full batch every Whoa. every Wednesday. And then we also do uh, some kind of special release can every Wednesday as well. So we usually do a, like okay. a double fruited version of one of our sours. Um, uh-huh. Occasionally a stout. Put that in cans and then release that on Wednesday. Like a, usually around 60 of them. Um, okay. And then do an actual full batch of something as well. So we hit almost every week, not quite. Um, but you know, three, sometimes four weeks of the month, we'll, we'll put a new beer on. And then every week we do the can release. That's like, not kind of like normal, right. For a craft brewery Uh, to be able to do that. Like once a week, I mean, some do, some don't, I mean, there's more and more that are doing stuff like this than there used to be. Um, but not all of them do for sure. Um, we're trying to try to just keep it lively and keep it different. And, you know, we, we don't really have a lot of like core beers or flagship beers. Um, we've got one beer that's on all year long. I don't know that I'd even call it our flagship. It just happens to be the only one that's on all year long. So I don't know if by definition it falls into that. But um, so that really frees up. You know, we're not going, oh, we've got to brew this one again. Oh, we got to brew this one again to keep up so we don't run out. That, that frees those days yeah. up really easily. Mm-hmm. So it's not a big gotcha. deal. We're going to brew every week anyway. And, you know, we got to brew something. And it's not, we don't have a list of things we have to brew. So, We've got to brew something so that works out really well yeah. for that. And yeah. It lets us, you know, in, in the hoppy beers, the IPAs, it lets us explore a lot of different hop varietals and the sours. It lets us explore the fruits and, you know, and the stouts, all the treatments and the adjuncts we can do with those. So, um, and where do you where do you come up with, like, some of the ideas for, like, what you brew? Like, 
do you you just like kind of think about what goes together and um i know you've been doing it a long time so that probably helps yeah, too I mean, but that's some of it it's, it's kind of whimsical um I mean, it's definitely like culinary influenced, um, definitely into the food scene a lot. So I, I try to take a lot from that and those food combinations and pairings, um, you know, and just basically just kind of whatever, you know, floats our boat or whatever interested at that time or that week or that month, you know, whenever we, we see the stuff available, um, maybe we'll see some fruit come up we haven't used. So I'll say, okay, we haven't used this yet. It's available right now. We're going to get it. And then, you know, that <laughs> may be the driving factor on the beer we brew that month. Um, or if some hops, you know, pop up on the market that we haven't been able to use before, I haven't been able to get, we'll get those in and that drives that, um, makes sense that. Yeah. Damn. Has there, has there ever been a situation where like, you're like, this combination is going to be disgusting, but I just got to try it. And then it turns out amazing. We haven't had too much of that. Um, we tend to stay, you know, most fruits are good. You know, get the fruit that people like, it's hard to go wrong with. You know, one day you do cherry papaya and the next day you do cherry raspberry. I mean, those are all just such good fruits on their own that most of them blend pretty well. Um, I haven't had much that I didn't like. Some are definitely clearly better than other combination-wise, but um, it hasn't been that big a deal. We had some guava in recently that I didn't really like, although in the past I've had guava that I absolutely loved. Um, So I don't know if that was just a seasonality thing or a Mm. vendor source or I don't really know. Um, but that's one of the reasons I also likes blending fruits and blending spices and blending hops. If you don't get so dominant with one, um, that it's not overpowering and you kind of blend it in with something else. Yeah. 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 What's your uh, most creative beer that's on the, on your uh, menu right now? Um, it's, it's probably the one you were talking about. So the, uh, the blackberry, strawberry, so it was blackberry, strawberry, lemon, and then it was, uh, fermented with lactose and then aged on vanilla beans. It's probably the the most going on beer we have right now, either that, or we have a beer on called cavity creep. That's a Imperial stout treated to kind of be like an almond joy bar. So it's got, you know, coconut, almond, chocolate, vanilla. We've got marshmallow in there for that creaminess. Um, So that one's kind of a lot of stuff in there and it's, it's really tasty. Um, That's insane. Yeah. That one came out well. All of Imperial stouts too, man. There's a lot going on. Yeah. So we, I, I try and, I want to throw like vanilla in, in everything, but I try and tell myself to stop. <laughs> yeah, it's really expensive and we don't need to have every one of our beers with vanilla in it, but I do love it. <laughs> what does the, uh, what does the lactose do? So I really like brewing with lactose. I was, you know, some people have dietary restrictions. So I, I, that's another one that I try and say, like, don't put it in everything. Um, okay. so, so lactose is not fermentable with brewer's yeast. Um, so it's, it stays behind. So you, you get some residual sweetness out of there. Um, that you wouldn't get normally in a beer. So it'll sweeten the beer up. You also get some creaminess. Obviously it's milk based. So you get kind of a creamy mouth feel as well as a sweeter mouth feel to whatever you put it in. So it goes really well in like a milk stout. That's lactose. That's a traditional, you know, what to use lactose in. Yeah. But people are going all over the place. Now we've got sours with it in there. We've got, we've got an IPA on tap right now. That's got lactose in it. That's really nice. Um, you know, just kind of balances out those hoppy bitterness a little bit more and you get this kind of little sweeter fun beer. Because of lactose, you know, for me, I wouldn't drink, you know, a whole session of them um, just because you have all that sugar um, yeah. residual. And even with your, even if you are tolerant of lactose, enough of it is enough to kind of yeah, right. rumble to tumble. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, but it, it's fun. It's just another, you know, it's another tool to get a different flavor. That's crazy, man. You sound like a mad scientist. Yeah, exactly. I would have never <laughs> thought any of this stuff like would A, go in beer and B, like combine to make something amazing. It's alive, it's alive. 
Yeah, you're just like, fuck it. Yeah. Also, we don't want it to go wrong, but, you know, if it does, it's not, you know, it's not the end of the world. We're not going to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. See, I feel like if I tried it, it would absolutely go wrong. Like, well, I'd, have all these, like <laughs> awesome, I'd have all these awesome ideas in my head and I'd try and people would be like, that's so gross. It's a terrible idea. Yeah, why did you think that would work? <laughs> um. So what's your plans for it? Like, since now everything's kind of clearing up and you're kind of getting more time, do you actually like have bigger goals? Do you want to stay in that location? Yes, we, we definitely want to stay in that location. We're looking at some options, whether it's just offsite production that's feeding back into that tap room, like barrel storage down the road. Um, okay. There's a possibility of a little satellite tap room going on as well. Um, okay. not, nothing's been you know locked down yet, so it's not firm, but we're playing with all those options. We're waiting to hear back on some of them and we've got some really fun potential things going to happen, but we haven't gotten clarification on yes or no gotcha. yet. So, but we're, we're hoping to do, we're going to do something and hopefully gotcha. we'll know real soon. So we're trying hard to figure yeah. that out. Um, are you going to stay a tap room? Yeah, for sure. So we, we have, okay. Our, our model is direct to consumer and that's everything we okay. do is going to be built around that. So we're not going to put in a big production facility somewhere and start going into six packs or kegs in the market. So whatever we do is going to be focused on continuing that direct consumer model whether it's just, you know, an offside barrel room that, you know, we, we do barrel aged stouts in that feeds back into the tap room or another tap room or, you know, whatever it ends up being, um, we're going to stay in that model of direct consumer and do little to no distribution. We're we'll doing a little, we do a few little pinpoint things, um, sending out to beer festivals, anniversaries yeah. for other breweries, Kevin stuff like Hefner. that. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I, like, I, I felt bad. So I don't think I told you this, but Kevin, he lives in Winter Garden and uh, Chase lives in Tallahassee. So they both ask, hey, that's why I ask you if you had any beer um, locations in uh, Tallahassee or um, yeah, I mean, uh, Winter we, Garden because they're like, they wanted some. And I was like, ah, sorry, guys. Yeah, we did have <laughs> some beer on Anology recently. So we've done a couple collabs with them. I was, I was just there on Saturday too. Yeah, so we did a sour with them and then we did a stout with them, but... Yeah, I mean, we're just so far away. We can't. I mean, our tap rooms only for four days a week because that's all we yeah, yeah. produce. So it's we're just so far away, and that I, was, I is, just had to make the trip, bro. It's fine. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. next, time, next time we visit Jason, it's only two minutes away. Plus, uh, I'll just get a couple cans or crawlers and uh, just bring them there around. You go. There you um, go. They, they've been doing a yeah. pretty good job of getting out in the world. That's for sure. So, for sure. Uh, what is the 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 beer that you um worked with? Uh, what was the what was the place? Oh, Ology. 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 Yeah. Is it still on tap? I think the stout is. I'm not sure of that. Oh, okay. um, was it there when you were just there this weekend? Or we did a stout with them. He was drunk. He don't remember. I don't know. I got a. I got an IPA. Yeah. yeah. It was. Our, it was also our last stop. So. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked if they had it on, but I also wouldn't be shocked if they've they've kicked through it already as well. That was probably uh, a little over a month ago. It went on tap, so it's probably gone. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. I've seen a few. Um, collaborations with Tallahassee. I saw Grassland and somebody here was working together. It's kind of, I don't know. It's kind yeah, of cool. Like that. The Wicked Barley. Yeah. 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 We, we um, love it. We've done a, we've done a lot of collaborations and got a lot of friends in the industry that, you know, it's just fun. I don't know. Some people are just, yeah. you know, you're going to be friends with them. You might as well brew with them. So we tend <laughs> nice. to you know, try and do that with a friend. It's a that, good motto. Yeah. That, that, beer, yeah. that beer we were just talking about with the blackberries and strawberries. That was a collaboration with uh, Seven Sun down in Tampa um okay. a Dunedin location a Tampa location and then that Cavity Creek beer is actually a collaboration with Ardwolf in Jacksonville and we've done a couple collabs with Ology and a bunch of collabs with Southern Swells and 
um, yeah, it's fun. So we like doing stuff like that. Is that just like a text? Did you guys just kind of drink and say, hey, let's uh, put something together? Do you actually plan that out? (laughs) Pretty. I mean, we usually, you know, for me, it usually starts with drinking beers with somebody and then, you know, (laughs) like-minded people start As as all great stories do. Yeah. So a a lot of it for us is just, you know, people we really enjoy hanging out with and drinking with that ends up, you know, at some point you say, let's just make a beer together. So Yeah. That's awesome. All right. So... We can move on to two of these segments. Nobody's heard these intros, so you guys might hate them. <laughs> Kevin's going to hate oh, them. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna hate uh, them. So I got intros for each one, um, and we'll have fun with them. I gave you the rundown, so I think you got some time to prep with it, Eric. Uh, so let's start with uh, Lonely Island. Lonely, I'm still lonely. I have nobody for my own. Wilson! You get it? <laughs> yes. Was that like a chipmunk version of that song? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what yeah, was at the end? I don't know. He said Wilson, Wilson. like from uh, uh, Castaway. Yeah, I didn't uh, I didn't pick it up. Fail. It was a fail. <laughs> <laughs> I had to try. I had to try. Um, all right, so Lonely Island. Uh, the rules are pretty um, simple. Uh, if you were stranded on an island and could only bring one beer, obviously from your brewery, and then another one that wasn't from your brewery. So let's start with uh, yours. Uh, for my brewery, I'd probably do Feed Your Head, which is our it's our one only year round beer. It's just a kind of a hazy IPA, Galaxy, Mosaic, Citra hops, kind of the, the three usual suspects when it comes to hazy IPAs. Just easy drinking, six percent, my favorite. The beer I make for me, so nice. Yeah, that would be perfect for an island. Seems like a good answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seems like an island beer. Yeah, like yeah, that's nice. Uh, so what about another brewery outside yours? Uh, I mean, assuming it's on the island, I got a beach. I'm gonna go with Westbrook Goza because that's one of my all-time favorite beers, and it's a hell of a beach beer. We drink enough of it on the beach here already. So, who's it from? Uh, Westbrook at uh, South Carolina. Uh, they're in Charleston. They basically okay. They make more Goza, I think, than just about anybody. I think there's one other brewery in in the U.S. that makes more than them, but um, they make. Probably the best goza I've ever had. So what I the hell is a goza? It's a it's a sour wheat beer. It's like a salted. Oh. It's a salted sour wheat beer, um, which is just absolutely delicious when it's hot out. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Like Gatorade. I mean, it's wonderful. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Andy, uh, uh, our friend, loves gozas and um, and sours, but like I didn't notice them as much until I started going to the beach more uh, this year, and I noticed a lot of the beach bars are selling them. Oh, they're, like they're, they're- just so good on the beach. I mean, they're they're salty and sour and dry and like you know four percent. Go that. down, go down easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean they just disappear. Not overload you. All right. Uh, so our next one's trivia. This is on our uh, weekly podcast. It is voiced by my beautiful wife, but I manipulated her voice, so it's going to sound a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> Trivia. Yeah. <laughs> I love that every time. I swear it shouldn't sound like a man. Uh, All right. Uh, so the trivia is pretty easy. I'm going to have it either directly related to beer or indirectly like alcohol. So this one's actually alcohol. Uh, and it's true. Um, and it was by the Daily Te- Telegraph in Scotland. How long did the world's longest hangover last? Jeez. Five days, two weeks, four weeks, or six weeks? Um, I'm gonna make Chase go. Mm. Five days, 
Scotland. Five yeah. days, two weeks, four weeks, six weeks. Yep. God damn, that would suck, man. Yeah. Um, yeah either gonna, any of the answers. Yeah, gonna, yeah all yeah. those would be terrible. Uh, yeah. I can't imagine anything past two weeks. I can't imagine two weeks, but like, I'm going to go with two weeks. All right, let's talk to the mad scientist, Eric. I mean, I mean five days would have seemed crazy a few years ago, but I'm about to reach that point where that's not far off. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with two weeks. I mean, that seems okay. How do you measure this? Uh, like, what's the what's the scale? Yeah, like oh, it's yeah. over. I'm I'm feeling better now. I was reading the article; they didn't give me enough information on that. Uh, I was pretty bummed, but it was two two uh, articles backed it up. So, um, Kev, who do you got? Uh, I'm I'm assuming like this guy's just smashing some whiskey, right? <laughs> In Scotland, uh, I can't tell you that because that that would that wouldn't be fair to the other uh, contenders. I'm just going with the the short one because I mean these guys are pro drinkers up there. So I'm what yeah. is it five days? Five days? Yeah, that's it, man. All right, nobody was correct. It was four weeks. Damn. <laughs> the dude drank 60 pints of beer uh, in a few hours. Good God. How did he not die from alcohol poisoning? I don't know. And I want to say their pints aren't real pints. I feel like they're probably like double a pint, knowing Jeez. them. So by hangover, you mean but, in the hospital for a month? Yeah. yeah. He had to be in the hospital. That would be the only way to measure it, yeah, right? it'd have to be. Why do you think that their pints are bigger than everybody else's <laughs> pints? I've never visited like Europe. I just feel like after watching Beer Fest and but, a lot of movies, but it's, I a, feel it's like a measurement. Like a pint, that'd be like saying like yeah, their, their meter is bigger than a meter here. Like that's not yeah. how it works. Uh, they they do do the uh, the imperial pint over there, which I forget what it is, like eighteen ounces or something like that. There you go. That, it's like a baker's dozen. That makes me think like <laughs> do do people that don't live in America think like. Uh, like just a cheeseburger is like a triple cheeseburger. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, when you get an American burger, like that thing is huge. Yeah. It's like, no, that's a triple cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah. We got regular ones. Uh, yeah. yeah. They're normal. <laughs> they don't all have to be five pounds. Yeah. Just two and a half. Yeah. Obviously. We can't go below two and a half pounds. No. Then it's not the American way. No. All right, uh, no one's heard this intro. Let's see if I can get Kevin to like it. Hold it now. Hold it now. Time to get drunk with my drinking buddies. Drinking buddies. buddies. (laughs) Chase, that was your then. Oh, I know. Yeah, I remember doing that. Yes. (laughs) So, uh, pretty easy. Uh, Three drinking games. You get to choose the partner, but each partner has its own little niche. Uh, first one, Eric, celebrity beer pong. What celebrity would you choose as your partner? Uh, maybe go with somebody like Will Ferrell. Ooh, okay. That'd be fun. Why? Like, Just because of the humor during the game? Cool level Will Ferrell. Somebody okay, like Frank the Tank. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Tranquil. <laughs> Just for what, the human part or like the reach because he's like six foot six? I was going to oh, say, I didn't even think about that. You got you to gotta watch yeah, some yeah. elbows with fucking Frank. <laughs> yeah. <the tank>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the very least, even if you lose, like, I guarantee you, you're laughing your ass off the whole game. So, and, and, I mean, that's oh, for sure. The winner right there. Anyway, so. Yeah. 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 Athlete chug off. What athlete could you beat? I don't know if I can beat any. I suck at chugging. <laughs> oh, man. I got a fellow non-chugger. Let's go, baby. Chug. I can get it done, but it is not in a quick format. <laughs> same, uh, same, brother. Know. I don't know who's gone. Who's gone sober now? Maybe I could. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
didn't, didn't like John Daly go sober now? Yeah, there you go. Uh, I think so. There you go. Like that. Yeah, I'll stick with that. Bringing strategy to Not the game. In his day, I couldn't beat him, but maybe only. <laughs> I'm trying to think of an athlete or somebody that's like Janikowski from FSU. I feel like would be an athlete that would destroy. Oh yeah, me. I'm trying sure. to think of someone that I know it would be just an an ass ass beating. You, you ever seen Pat McAfee, the old uh, Colts kicker, the punter? That dude no. downs. Obviously, you saw the Packers offensive lineman. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what was he at the Bucks game? Yeah, he was at the Milwaukee Bucks game. Chug two pints back to back. David Bakhtiari. If you ain't seen it, get David Bakhtiari. Go online, check it out. I'll have to check it out. <laughs> back to back, back uh, to back. Big old beers that he had. Boom, boom. Damn. Yeah, it looked like two gulps, yeah. like for each beer. Uh, it was pretty impressive. All right, fictional character cornhole. Uh, it could be anybody, movie, book, cartoon. Um, who's your partner? Uh, fictional character. Um. Well, my favorite movie is uh, Fear and Loathing, so I'll go Raul Duke. Man, okay. <laughs> that's a good one. Man. That's it'd awesome. A, it'd be a hell of a trip for the game. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You, could, you could say that. Oh, man. That's a good one. I wasn't even – I would have never thought of that. I just watched it like two days ago. So, Did you? Yeah. There was uh, – I think it was the old San Marco Theater, but like had it playing like one random night. I really debated on going up there and watching it. Oh, that would have been great. Uh, yeah, that would have been cool. That's the episode, man. Oh, that was easy. This is the first – yeah, I told you. This is the first one, so I'm sure we're going to get the, um, I don't know, fixes. Yeah, you're, you're our test subject, so sorry, <laughs> man. You're our test out. So, uh, I felt like you had fun. Okay, yeah, right? no, I you can lie to I, us. I got to drink beer. Yeah. yeah, please just lie to us. Even if you hated it, just lie and said you oh, had fun. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um but um yeah thanks for coming on man yeah appreciate it yeah, it, was, it was a blast do you have anything coming up any events or um where can they find you get more information um, like look you up yeah i mean we're obviously on all the usual suspects as far as social media facebook instagram is probably our most active and the best uh that yeah. we do it's just at rev brewing actually they're all at rev brewing no matter what you do okay um so that makes it easy we've got a website revbrewing.com but there's nothing on it, so don't go there. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, social media is where all of our activity is. Um, and then, yeah, come visit us from Maple Road, Atlantic Beach, which is kind of a new transitioning area at the beaches up here, but we're trying to change that quickly. Let's go. That's awesome. Are you uh, are you collaborating with anybody like uh, in other areas? We don't have anything on the books right now. We've got a few in the works, but nothing really ready to figure out yet. Um but we just kind of got through a big season of collabs and beer fests and everything like that. So yes, it's time to relax and do what you love, right? Yeah. So we're, we're kind of trying to play catch up and get ready. We've got some, nothing real big coming up in the near future. Just yeah, every Wednesday we put the cans out. That's kind of a weekly thing for us and find a new beer every week. And at some point late summer, we're going to be doing like a Tiki week with a bunch of Tiki inspired beers and like total transformation of the tap room. Um, I nice. don't have any dates. Sounds pretty awesome. Late summer. Okay. Everything's in the works right now. So we'll have a bunch of cool stuff. A lot of new beers, a lot of can releases and bottle releases. Um, and then, yeah, we're going to go to town on that place and transform it. So that sounds awesome. awesome. When the boys are uh, in town, we'll make sure to stop by. Yeah, and reach out to you, I definitely um, look forward to coming by and trying some of those. Yeah, they're fun. So yeah. four days a week. Make sure they're the right four. So, Kev, uh, wrap it up for us and uh, we'll say goodnight. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. Thanks, Eric. Hey, this uh, this uh, what's on tap? I think I think we got something special here.
I like how you lowered your voice for that. Oh, I, think we, yeah. I think we got something special here, guys. I didn't even know I did it. That's just natural. Like late night, like late night yeah, jazz. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. That's perfect. It's very soothing. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks for getting the guinea pig and being the first one, man. Yes, we really, really appreciate, appreciate it. it. No worries. Thank you, guys. Had a blast. Later, Later guys. All right. Thank you. Bye.